0: pray for anything else that God would anoint me, I guess you can pray that God let my voice quit in about 45 minutes. But anyway, we are thankful for the services that we have been having, and kind of in the middle of the summer weekend revival, I guess, and it was not by accident, it was by schedule, and the Lord done great things for us, and we're thankful for that. And so Ezra chapter number 9, verse number 8. I'm going to preach something that I preached a few years ago, and uh, everything that I preach I've pretty much preached before, and uh, we'll just, that's what preaching is, you say it once and then you just say it again, and uh, so I I preached this August 28, 2005, and uh, so I know all of you remember exactly what I preached because it was so impactful on your life. But I, I was I was praying and, and trying to feel direction, and this kind of come to my mind. And when it came to my mind, I remember this so distinctly, and I can remember I preached this on a Sunday night, and uh, Brother uh Duplicy and Brother Seal was here, and uh, Brother Seal was uh, sitting on the platform, and I can remember... Him coming up and commenting on what I had to say uh, to great extent and uh, I thought it'd be very fitting today and uh, as he has left this life to enjoy eternal life that that I, I don't know it just kind of I thought that was kind of neat and I thought about uh, the Lord kind of laid this on my heart to go back over but Ezra chapter 9 verse number eight. The Bible says, and now for a little space, grace had been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a nail in his holy place that our God may lighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in our bondage. The Bible says, and now for a little space, grace hath been shown from the Lord our God. And then skipping down, he says, and to give us a nail in his holy place. To give us a nail in his holy place. Let's all lift our hands. Let's ask God for his help today. God, we're depending on you. My faith, my confidence, my trust, my hope is in You, God. I have no ability, Lord Jesus, but You are the anointing. You are the inspiration. I pray that You would anoint me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, God. Anoint Your people. Anoint every person in this house today, God, to hear Your Word, to receive Your Word, and to respond to Your Word. And everybody said, in Jesus' name... Let's clap our hands unto the Lord everybody. Amen. 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 Lord bless you, you can be seated. It is good to see Brother Clyde and his wife here today. Good to see my sister here today. Good to see this couple here. I believe he works for Brother Ray. Good to see him in the house, them in the house of the Lord today. And everyone else that's in God's house. Lord bless you. For being here. I want to talk to you for a few moments this morning from this subject where the Bible says a nail in his holy place. I believe that it is very important in this world that we live in that we find a sure place, a safe place and holy place that we can dwell. I'd like to start out by, by telling you a little story. I've, of course, I've told it before. I'll tell it again because sometimes we forget. And um, there was a college student that walked into a photography shop one day and uh, into the studio. He had a framed picture and the framed picture was of his girlfriend. And uh, he told the man working at the the photography shop, he said, I want I want to duplicate this picture. And so in doing so, the the uh, guy there at the shop had to remove uh, the picture from the frame. And when he removed the picture from the frame, being a little nosy like a lot of people are, uh, he seen something inscribed on the back of the picture. And when he read, he couldn't help but read it. And uh, when he read it, The the inscription said, my dearest Tom, I love you with all of my heart. I love you more and more each day. Does that sound familiar, young people? Is that powerful? I love you forever and forever. I am yours for all eternity. And it was signed, Diane. Well, That sounded good. And then he noticed down in little writing at the bottom of the picture, it says, P.S., if we ever break up, I want this picture back. Now, ever and ever may not be ever and ever. And loving you more each day might grow to something different than loving you more each day. And so that is the way of life. that's the way of a lot of people's thinking. That's a lot of people's um, that's the way a lot of people operate that they are in it for the good times and the good times alone. But I want to tell you, serving God is not just for the good times. Serving God is not just for the sunshiny days, but how many knows? For a fact that there is storms that come along in life. It really doesn't matter if you're serving God or not serving God. There will always be storms of life. Because life has always been life. And life is always going to be life. The Bible tells us for a fact that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. So don't think it's strange if you're living right. And find it a rainy day every once in a while. Because the Bible explains to us that that will happen. Don't think it's strange if you're not living right. And it starts to rain on your parade. Because the Bible says that these things will happen. But I want to tell you the difference is, is that when it does rain in a child of God's life. And when the storms do come. We have a sure place and a sure foundation that we can rest upon. And we are anchored in a sure place that shall not be removed. My mind goes back to the old song that says, I shall not be moved. What is it talking about? It's talking about a sure place that we have found in God. That even when the storms cloud rage and when the winds blow hard, that there is still a place that we can be safe in the arms of God. Amen. I am thankful today that I know and I have found that safe and that holy place. The Bible tells us that in Isaiah chapter 22 and verse 23 it says, And I will fasten him as a nail in a sure place, and he shall be for a glorious throne to his father's house. Now, this is speaking of of uh, years ago in biblical times even, that it was custom to build a house. And when you built that house that you would put pegs in the wall. These pegs, there was a hole cut out, and these pegs were built into the wall. They were not temporary, like we would put in the wall today in plaster that that would not hold very good, and uh, in time it would bend down and break and fall. And and uh, you know it's amazing that that how many's ever had in your house that that women hang pictures. They never think about that that it's just a sheetrock wall that's about a half inch thick. And they drive a nail in there and they think that it ought to hold for eternity. And it's not going to hold. And I try to tell them, I said, you can't hang that picture there because there's not a stud there. Well, what's that? Well, that's, that's something that's supporting the wall. That when you nail through the sheetrock, you hit the stud and it will hold. But if you don't hit the stud, you have to have some kind of other anchoring device because it will not last over time. The nail comes out. You can pull the nail out after you drive it in. You can pull it out with your finger. But it's talking about pegs that were built into the wall. They were permanent. They were there for a reason. The reasons that these pegs were in the wall were to display a trophy to display a sword or to display a shield or to uh, put a silver charger or or other uh, uh, clothing or different things on. But it was made particularly for a purpose, and that was to be there from the beginning, of the house is existence to the ending of the house is existence that it would not falter that it would not fail i look at the word of god today in ezra it's talking about a nail in a holy place now if you look at the uh the time that ezra is writing this it is a it is a troubled time in israel it looked like that that Things were all going wrong, that, that the wall had been broken down, that they had been carried captive, but Ezra said that God is going to shine His light back on Israel and Judah again. We find that they got ready to dedicate and ready to consecrate the things that had been accomplished in there. Uh, people had come to him and said, the people are not ready because they have defiled themselves. And then he began to pray and he said, I am ashamed and I blush at the sins that have grown between us and heaven. Ezra said, we have sinned from the days of our fathers until now. Ezra said for our sins have gone up into our captivity and confusion at this day and then Ezra said you have shown us a little space of grace for restoration amen how many times have we needed the mercy and the grace of our God in the time of our trouble and in the time of our heartache in the time of our despair I am glad that there There's a God that is still sure in a troubled world that we live in. Can I get a witness this morning? Amen. Amen. A reviving in the time of trouble. Amen. This simply means of a revivalist. It simply means uh, uh, that, that there is a revival that is going to take place. I, I, I look in, and I, I was looking at this, and back in the early 1800s, and and uh, up this country, there was there was what was known as um, uh, squatters, and uh, uh, the cattlemen. They 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 did not like the squatters. the, the squatters would come in. And uh, they would just automatically take a portion of the property and the range and sometimes they would fence it off and they would plant their crops and they would grow and they said that, that they would go out and drive a stake. In a sure place, and they would drive a stake and even today they still do that when they are uh, when they are surveying property. you go look on the corners of your property and there 's a metal stake that is driven and i 've been up in colorado and and uh, New Mexico hunting and out in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness, and you would find in a rock there would be there would be a A bronze emblem that says, Do not remove. This is a landmark. This is a surveying point. It is a point. Uh, where they go from to survey the property and uh, then on your property, they would drive down stakes at the corners and and uh, meets and bounds and find uh, where the property lines are. And even in the early times, this goes back to the early times that they would do this and say, this is my property and they wouldn't drive it in an unsecure place, but they would try to find a secure place to drive Why? Because they knew that there was going to be a fight I want to tell you today Anything that you possess that's worth having There's going to be a fight over Amen. Anything that you possess in this world spiritually, there is going to be a fight over. The devil's not going to let you have it easily. The devil's not going to just give up peacefully. But the devil is going to fight. That's the reason why you have got to have a sure foundation. That's the reason why the Scripture said that He's given us a nail in a holy place. Something that is secure. Cure that we can hold on to we can hold on with one hand and fight with the other we can hold on with one hand and do battle with the other because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world amen amen though christians be not kept altogether from falling yet they are kept from falling all together. This is the reason why it's important that you have a church. The Bible tells us forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some end, as we see that day approaching. You can't be here yonder scattered there and over here and over there and not have a secure place. Amen. You need a church. You've got to have a church. Thank God for the church. Thank God for the body. Thank God for a place to worship. Thank God for a safe place. Thank God for a holy place. Thank God for a good place. Thank God for a healthy place that we can come together and lift up holy hands unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that David are a song of Asaph. In Psalms chapter 23, verses number 1 through 3, the Bible says that Asaph said truly, God is good to Israel, even to such as of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps have well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. He was struggling when he seen what was going on in his life and everyone else. I want to tell you, don't ever get, don't ever get sidetracked by looking at someone else and, 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 and judging and, and, uh, and uh, building your life on someone else's and and uh, uh, accomplishments and what they have done in life and say uh, i haven't accomplished anything and i haven't done anything and i haven't i haven't been anywhere and i haven't experienced anything uh, the bible tells us someone that judges or looks at someone else uh, and judges their own life or compares their own life with someone else's uh, is not wise uh, amen but we should look at the supreme example Jesus Christ. Amen. Not I'm doing as good as they're doing so that's good enough. No if I'm doing as good as He's doing and He has done and what He has accomplished that is the time that I can say I am good enough until I hear Him say well done that good and faithful servant I will serve Him it doesn't matter what goes on around me but what matters is my spirit and the power Power of a nail in a sure place that I can go back to and say I'm gonna live for God. I'm gonna serve God. I'm gonna worship God. I'm gonna be the person that God wants me to be. Amen. He said my feet had well nigh slipped when I seen what was going on around me. Amen. I want to tell you today, but what brought him back? Does anybody? I know you know this story. In verse number 17, what brought him back? What opened his mind? Amen. I want to tell you when the devil gets you off by yourself and he starts talking and he starts speaking and and he starts conniving and he starts twisting things around. You see, that's what happened to Eve in the very beginning of time. Amen. She got off by herself talking to the serpent. Number one, you You shouldn't communicate with the devil amen amen somebody says if you ever felt evil spirits yes i have and i don't like it i rebuke them in jesus name has the devil ever told you anything yes he has and i rebuke him in jesus name i don't have time to talk to the devil Amen. I'm not interested in calling up evil spirits. I'm interested in worshiping the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm interested in praising and magnifying and glorifying God. Amen. 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 I, I don't have time. For somebody that's always got something bad to say about a brother or a sister. I don't have time for somebody that's got something always bad to say about the church and about serving God. Amen. I'm positive about living for God. I'm positive that God has been good to me. I'm positive that when I am in trouble, I still got a nail in a sure place. I'm positive that when I'm upset and I'm heartbroken, I've got an altar that I can and go to and hold on to something that is secure in an evil and a wicked and a perverse situation. Amen. God is still there. God is still my hope. God is still my peace. God is still my comfort. God is still my joy. Amen. Amen. He said, I was envious of the foolish. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked. But then in verse number 17, he said, Until I went into the sanctuary of God. Why is it the devil will give you every excuse not to go to church? Well, you failed. Well, you stumbled. Well, you said something you shouldn't have said. You shouldn't even go today. That's not God. You shouldn't even worry about going back. Nobody there loves you. Nobody cares about you. Nobody wants to see you. That's not God. Amen. The devil knows that when he can get you stumbling around in the dark, uh, that you're an easy target when you're by yourself. Uh, the devil would do everything, stand in front of the doors of the church uh, and say, don't go back to church. Uh, don't get in the sanctuary. Uh, amen. Because he knows that when you get in that sure place, uh, it's a surefire thing uh, that the Holy Ghost uh, is going to come into the house of God. Uh, and God is going to touch your heart. So the next time you hear something in the back of your head saying don't go to church, don't get up, don't go, it's Sunday morning, it's Sunday night, don't go to the house of God, it's Wednesday night, don't worry about Bible study, it's not God, it's the devil, rebuke the devil, rebuke the devil, rebuke the devil, well I've sinned, where you need to be is in church. Well, I failed. Where you need to be is in church. Well, I've come up short. Where you need to be is in the house of God. Amen. Amen. Like one man said, said he was inviting somebody to church and he said, Oh, said there's nothing but a bunch of hypocrites down there at that church. He said, well, come on and join us. One more won't hurt anything. If I go to hell, I'm going to go to hell. Holding on to a sure place. Amen. Thank God for a sure place. Oh, thank God for a sure place. Thank God for a sure place. Amen. In a world that is full of chaos. Amen. The President don't have the answer. Congress don't have the answer. Supreme Court can't make a right decision. Amen. But I come to tell you about who does have the answer. You're going to find the answer in the house of God. You're going to find the answer in the Word of God. This is a sure place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when I went to the house of the Lord, oh, when I entered into the house of the Lord... The devil will give you every excuse in the world because he knows that the house of God is a sure place. He knows that the house of God is where you're going to find grace. That's what Ezra said. He said in the middle of our sin, in the middle of our wickedness, in the middle of our turmoil, in the middle of everything being turned upside down, God had given us a little bit of grace. I'm thankful for the grace and the mercy of God. I'm thankful for the grace and the mercy of God. Is anybody here today because of grace? Is anybody here today because of the mercy of God? Hallelujah. He said, I was being envious of the prosperity of the wicked. I was despondent And critical over the lack of my prosperity. Amen. I belittled the blessings of God. Being rebellious against my lot in life. But he said after all of this. I still felt something pulling me back. To a sure place. And when I went to the house of the Lord. How many times have you been out through your everyday activities and the stench of sin is all over your garment of praise and you felt like, man, I don't even feel like going to church tonight. I'm so tired, I'm so wore out I'm so upset over the distress of this world And what I'm facing on my job And what I'm going through at home And what I'm going through at school But some way or another You got in your car And you made your way to the parking lot And the devil said just go on back home Amen But you got out of the car And you started staggering up the sidewalk To the house of God And then you opened up the door Oh, pray Praise God. Then you open up the doors of the house of God and he understood. Oh, I've got a sure place. Oh, I've got a holy place. Oh, I've got a glorious place to come in and to worship God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. A nail. A nail. In a sure place. People put their confidence in the stock market. People put their confidence in their job. People put their confidence in their retirement. People put their confidence in their children. People put their confidence in their new automobile people put their confidence in all the things of this world people put their confidence how foolish in sports teams and it gives them a bad day if they lose amen but I want to tell you what you need to put your confidence in is something that does not ever lose I've already read the back of the book if you stay in the church if you stay faithful to God if you follow the road map you cannot lose with what this Bible is telling you to do amen I'm just going to stay in the church I'm just going to stay in the church I'm going to keep on lifting my hands I'm going to keep on shouting my praise I'm going to keep on worshiping my God I'm not about to quit I'm not about to stop I'm not about to fail why because I've got a sure place I've got a nail in a holy place amen I've got something that is secure Amen. Amen. I'm getting ready to close if they come to the music this morning. The Apostle Paul, one of the greatest apostles of all time, wrote the majority or had a hand in writing the majority of the New Testament. We find that the Apostle Paul, at his very conversion when he saw the bright light from heaven and he heard the voice and he said, Who art thou? And he said, I am Jesus. We find that when the Lord spoke to Ananias to go pray for the the then Saul, the persecutor of the Christians, we find that when he went and he was staggering at what the commandment of God had told him, That God told Ananias that he is a chosen vessel unto me. He is a chosen vessel to preach unto the kings. He's a chosen vessel to suffer many things for the gospel's sake. Now somewhere in there, God did not tell Saul that he was chosen to suffer. A lot of us like the opportunity to preach to the masses, to speak to kings, to do great exploits for the kingdom of God. But the Bible also says that he was chosen to suffer many things. We find that Paul changed from Saul to Paul began to preach the gospel. He began to have great revival. Great exploits. But with everything that would happen, we find that the Apostle Paul suffered many unrighteous and unholy things. <clears throat> we find in Second Corinthians chapter 11 and verses 23 through 29, he said, at, at, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. He's talking about. There's other ministers of Jesus Christ. He said, I am the lowest of low. I think that Saul's, or Paul's past would always haunt him. I don't know, but I think that this was part of his thorn in the flesh. That he would like for God to erase that part of his life of persecuting the church. That's just opinion. That's not doctrine at all. Because we know not what it exactly was But he said I am I am the least of all Of the apostles He said But I am more In labors more abundant In stripes above measure In prison more frequently Hold up just a second In prison more frequent In death oft Of the Jews five times Received I forty stripes Save one "...thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice was I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I had been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren." In weariness and painfulness, in watching often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and, and cold and nakedness. Besides those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Now this does not seem like a life that any of us would choose to live at all. This seems like this would be very Hardened and very disturbing Amen but you know what The Apostle Paul said He said who is Weak You want to talk about your problems? You want to talk about your heartache? You want to talk about your ingrown toenail? You want to talk about the reason why you can't come to the house of God? You want to talk about somebody hurting your feelings and you staying out of church? He said, who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is offended and I burn not? I've got a nail in a sure place. I didn't take this by the good days. I didn't take it for just what God could give me. But I fell in love. I fell in love. I fell in love. No matter what happens. No matter what comes. No matter what goes. I'm in love with my Savior. Who is weak? I'm not weak. Don't feel sorry. For me. Don't come by and pat me on the back and say, Oh, brother Paul, if you'd have still been persecuting the church, you wouldn't have suffered so many things. No, you'd have probably been dead by the curse of God. But I would rather suffer for the goodness and the glory of God. I would rather be an example of I can live for God in a wicked and perverse generation Because I've got a sure place. It's not in me. It's not in my ability. It's not in my strength. But it's because i got a hold of something that shall not be moved. A nail. A nail. In a sure place. I pray to God today. That unlike the young man and the young lady that was so in love, that love would last an eternity and a lifetime. Only to say, if anything happens, now I want this picture back. I hope today that when we committed to God, that we said, God, I'm yours. My life is yours. I belong to you, God. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if things go my way or things turn upside down. I still leave my life into your hands. And I'm still holding on to a sure place. I shall not be moved. Oh, I shall not be moved. Through the trouble of the storm, through shipwreck, through heartache, death and life, health and sickness, pain and happiness, I've still got a hold of something that is sure, and I'm not going to be moved. I'm holding on to God. And God said as I hold on to Him, He's got an anchor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands together and pray right now, church. (coughs) Hallelujah. Come on, everybody, lift your hands. Pray. Let's talk to God just a moment. I feel like God wants to do something in this house today. I feel like God wants to touch somebody in this place today. I feel like God wants to work for someone in this house today. Come on, help me pray. Help me pray. Somebody reach out to the Lord. Somebody reach out to the Lord today. Somebody reach out to the Lord today. The devil has lied to you. The devil's tried to deceive you. The devil's trying to ruin and wreck and destroy your life. But I come to tell you, get a hold of something that is sure. Get a hold of something that is there, permanent. That will not be shaken. That will not be destroyed. That will stand the test of time. And when you stake your claim, you just fight with everything that's in you. Hey Amen. I've, I've got a boundary here. I've got a stake here. I've got a nail in a sure place. And devil, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you act. I'm going to fight with everything that is within me. I'm not about to give up. I'm not about to quit. I'm not about to turn around. Hallelujah. 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 Come on one more time. Reach out to the Lord. If anybody in this house right now needs a touch from God, I want you to step out from where you're standing or where you're sitting. Make your way to this front. Just lift your hands toward heaven and say, God, I need your help. God, I need your touch. God, I need your strength today. I need direction today. I need your leading and guiding hand in my life. Hallelujah. Let's stand around this front right now. Everybody lift your hands. Lift your hands toward heaven. Lift your voice toward God. Here I am, God. I need you today. I need you today. I need you today,
1: God. Hallelujah.
0: I need you today,
1: God. I need you today, God. Because I don't have to face them. Oh Lord. So in the storm. Hallelujah. Come on, reach out reach to the Lord. Out to reach out to the Lord, I know that he's in God. You see, I put my faith in Jesus. He's the captain. Of this ship I'm born I don't mind the water's raising As long as he's in control I don't mind the storms I'm facing Cause I am facing i do not have to face them. when oh, the storm clouds out me down I know that he's in control You see, I put my faith in Jesus He's the captain kind of this ship I'm I don't mind the waters raging as long as He's in my boat, and I don't mind the storms I'm facing, 'cause I am i do not have to face them. Hallelujah, hallelujah!
0: Come on, reach out to God oh, right now. Come I on, church, reach out to reach out God.
1: Word. Reach out to God today. Know that he's in. Control. You see, I put my faith in Jesus. He's the captain of this ship I'm on. For many times I've